Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. Besides helping us to make shows like this possible, you'll get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts like Tep and Step, access to all 61 years of the magazine in our digital archives, recruiting analysis, and must-see insight from the Dave Campbell's Texas Football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, we hope you'll consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe that's texasfootball.com slash subscribe and thanks for listening the texas football today podcast is brought to you by chocolate milk built by nature you can watch texas football today live weekdays at noon at texasfootball.com and on facebook and if you like the show subscribe to the podcast vendor of your choice give us a positive rating and tell a friend Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show online. My name's Greg Tupper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Texas Football, this magazine. TexasFootball.com, a corresponding website. It's on the the screen here. Uh, Thank you for doing your, uh, thank you for spending part of your day with us, rather, whether you're watching us live at TexasFootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here in this chair, wearing a blue shirt. Sitting over there in that chair. I don't know what color your shirt is. What it's is it? Uh, Maroonish? No, it's black and gray. It's the Duchess of the Dorks, Ashley Pickle. I don't know. It looks nice, though. Thanks. Are you legit colorblind or? No, I just couldn't tell. Oh. The lighting and, and lights are in my eyes. And no. and furthermore, like, one of the problems is that I'm so starstruck. Because sitting to my right. Look at him. We're back. Left, back from his uh, time in the day. In the, in day the memorial. Text of all day. Greg Powers Memorial Power Zone. RIP. It's Greg Powers in Next Level Athlete. Hey, buddy. Welcome What's back, up? Welcome back to the table. Yeah, it's a different. It's like a different experience. It I don't is. know what to do with my hands. I know it's very like ah, because <laughs> like you, I'm sure you got comfortable over there, it's right? right over there. Well, well and, I mean, and it's a comfy chair zone. too. Well, also, yeah. when you're in the power zone, I'm all like, we're in direct line of sight. Yeah. Now it's another. like you got to turn and yeah, look. you got to turn. It's like a, it's a whole different experience. There's a camera now to look into. We're at you know mm. multiple cameras, so it's like a. It's like a real People wanted multi view of, of powers. That's yeah. That I was getting like we complaints. Want, we're we're not watching the show anymore unless I've got powers multi cam. We're not getting enough angles on. Powers, yeah. What could be a game changer for this week in recruiting is that I'll be able to see the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. To go we'll pull, we'll, fully pull back. we'll fully pull this back. There's a monitor right here. I'm pointing to a monitor. Okay. And Powers was sitting in the power zone, which is over there, over the monitor. And so, correct me if I'm wrong, but you would look at the reflection in this television at times. You can see, just the, to see, if they, the monitor. see it right there. Right see if they were playing right there. That's the monitor. You can see the, the little, little. The you can see a little bit of a reflection. You couldn't actually like diagnose. <laughs> you couldn't diagnose a highlight play, but you could see that the highlight reel was rolling. What so a game what changer. I what I would always do is I would watch the highlights, you know, pre-show, <laughs> like and pick out like okay, ten seconds into this highlight reel, there's like a really good play and i'm going to say i'm going to talk for 10 seconds 
And then I'm going to say, and if you see on this highlight, this guy's going to do this. So yeah. we were living in 2021 and Powers is in 2031 <laughs> is what we're saying Amazing. here. <laughs> Amazing. Today is Wednesday, June 16th, 2021. 162 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Matt Tepper. Hey, happy birthday to the better Tepper. You've never met either of my brothers. No, I haven't, but She's I'm just, just assuming. assuming. Yeah, it's, what about it's Jeff? Jeff? Hey, shout out Jeff. Oh, yeah, also Jeff. I don't know. Matt likes my tweets, so I just assume uh, that he's kind yeah. of like Jeff's a, a cool person. I feel like he gets my humor. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like he's got a good sense of humor. Happy birthday to Matt Tepper, who, now, birthday, gets Matt. To, who now gets to enjoy the 10-day span every year when he's three years older than I am. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that was always like that man <sighs> growing up. He made sure to remind me every hour of that of that ten days. It was a big, big, this is a tough span growing up. Anyway, shout out to Andrew Christensen who notes that I was clean shaved the last time I sat in this chair. Boy, oh um, man! Uh, today, this is episode one thousand one hundred eighty-seven. On today's show, guys, this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete, going to talk recruiting across the Lone Star State, and then back half of the show, we are going to reveal the top tens. In the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press preseason Class 2A rankings. Who's number one? Who's number two? Who's... I could go on. All the way down to 10. Find out. We know how to count. Find out the back half of the show. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Aaron Arbuckle, Rob Hadaway, Andrew Christensen, and Tony Blaylock. Welcome in, fellas. Welcome in, my friends. And without further ado, <clears throat> it's good to have you back, buddy. Let's do this. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. And this is This Week in Cruton. It's This Week in Recruiting. Reunited, and it feels so good. Uh, with Greg Powers, Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter, Next Level D1. See his fine work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. And of course, this reunion episode is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express! Their logo is a chicken flying through the air. Super chicken. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen the Chicken Express uh, eighteen wheelers? Legitimately, that's a no, good question. No, I don't think I. Uh... It's so it's 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 a giant yellow eighteen wheeler, and the whole like back portion of the actual truck is nothing but the the super chicken. Love it. Like the whole length of the truck is the super chicken. So it. that's like mega super chicken. I also love that. Like the, I think the chicken may be wearing goggles. It's great. <laughs> it's it's a good logo. Uh, this week in recruiting, Greg Powers, next level athlete. Hi, Powers. Hey. Let's start with our prospect on the rise, shall we? Let's do it. Prospect on the rise is Arlington Seguin at tackle Quentin Harris. Uh, all 6'6", 280 of them. Don't stand in his way. Um, he picked up an offer this week from SMU. He went on an official visit, and he goes, works for me. I'll commit. And so he is heading to SMU. Uh, he already had an offer from Kansas. SMU comes calling an opportunity to stay home. Uh, he takes it. He has committed uh, Quentin Harris, the newest member of the SMU Mustangs class. And Seguin's got some guys that are really coming up in the mm -hmm. recruiting world. As a matter of fact, you know, Xavion uh, Bryce picked up an offer from Texas this week as well. Uh, so they've been busy. And this is a guy with an extremely high upside. And as we watch his tape, you're going to kind of see that He's long, and he has the frame that a, a lot of college coaches would look for and really started to, to develop and come into his own. He's a guy who got reps 
as a sophomore, so he was on our radar pretty early and you know had a scouting report, but just now started to develop the strength and power to be a bona fide guy that a school like SMU would look into, and the timing just synced up perfectly where he made his uh, unofficial trip up to Dallas. They got to be able to see him in person, get a you know verified height and weight, and see what his body's morphed into. You know, throughout the last time, heck, it's been. A year and a half mm-hmm. since colleges have really yeah. been able to see these guys in person, and now there's just so much news happening, and so many guys I think are going to come out of the woodwork like this, um, who have really developed into what we would consider to be like top tier type of prospects, and, and we'll get to see and evaluate them more and more as time goes by. But there's a lot of things that are changing in the recruiting world, just kind of based around visits and um the eyeball test the good old eyeball test you know it, it's ever important and things are going to change just because coaches get a chance to do that he's a the probably the headliner on what is a very very big arlington seguin offensive line they've it's got pretty uh, impressive looking at these guys up front 270 255 280 are their three returning starters plus wow. they've got a junior at two six 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 two two fifty so they got some beef up there uh, with the Cougars and uh, now an SMU commit with their, their jersey tackle. game is strong too yeah, yeah. I like that the, the, the kind of teal pants the yeah. light blue pants very good uh, let's now move on to our uh, commit of the week commit of the week is a little hard to explain so there's a multifaceted here okay talking about cornerback Marcus Scott the second Marcus Scott the second um is the number 57 prospect in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100 on TexasFootball.com such recruiting. He was committed to LSU. He's a he's a cornerback. Was committed to LSU. He has switched colleges going across the SEC from LSU to Missouri. That's one note of this. The other thing we were able to confirm is that he is switching high schools. He oh. was a big part. He's a, a burner. He was a big part of the Woodlands College Park's um, 4x4 relay team. Led them to a title? Yep, state championship. State championship. Um, now he is going to play for Conroe uh, for his senior season. Uh, so however you want to classify him, the 2022 uh, prospect, Marcus Scott, I guess now Conroe cornerback Marcus Scott II, is now committed to the Tigers of Mizzou, not the Tigers of LSU. As I update the graphic. There you go. And you'll remember <laughs> uh, just a few weeks ago we had him as our featured recruit mm-hmm. interview on the, on this show. And he was a guy who was really high on LSU, right? So it was a little bit of a shock in some regards that uh, he's made the decision to commit to the t- another Tigers in the SEC in Missouri. Mm-hmm. But as a Missouri grad, you have to be pretty excited, I think, about a guy like Marcus Scott coming in and playing at that school because he is that type of dude. Mm-hmm. 6'2", 170. Um, he has the size – you know, dream size for a guy who can run, flip his hips, hang with receivers. They don't often come in six two packages. It's right, a, it's a rarity. Usually, these guys grow and develop into safeties. But Marcus Scott has a unique set of skills that I think lets him stay on the island as he transitions to the next level. And this is just a monster, um, just a monster pickup in the Lone Star State for Missouri, a school that I feel like needs to have traction in Texas to to put together the right t- roster mm-hmm. to compete in the SEC. There's a lot of good players in Missouri. There's some in Kansas and uh, Not enough. 
yeah, they'll go to Georgia, they'll go to Florida some, but I think Texas could be a very fertile recruiting ground for them. Well, not to get too far into the Missouri weeds here for a moment, but um, one thing that I think is is interesting is is if you want to say that they, I think their move to the SEC was more important to the long-term sustainability of their football program than A&M's move. What I mean by that is it gave them a way, and I know they were in the Big 12 with Texas and, 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 and all the other teams in, in the state of Texas, but it, it, to me, gave them a little bit more of an inroad to come into the state of Texas and, and kind of wield that SEC, uh, you know, uh, that SEC mallet, so to speak. Right. Uh, they were able to come in and do that. And so this is, and, and you're exactly right, there are a good number of players, most notably in, in St. Louis and, and, and Kansas City, but there are not enough uh, for them to sustain a program. And so it's important for them to get guys like Marcus Scott, who's going to be uh, a new Mizzou Tiger. Just to put a number on it, I mean, I think I would feel comfortable. They need to come and get four to five guys yeah. every year. Yeah. And this is a guy that I think that you could look at and say, you know what, Nick Bolton was in that same probably 50 to 75 range in-state three-star guy Mm -hmm. when he signed with Missouri uh, to go on to be drafted in the NFL. I think Marcus Scott could be that type of guy, and he's a legitimate – you know guy that's in that four-star top 50 discussion well and that's the perfect thing for i mean recruits too that just want to get out of the state of texas some people do not want to stay here and that's a good selling point of hey it's it's out of the state but it's not that far some yeah yeah you can still play in the state of texas and so yeah it's 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 an interesting situation there with conroe uh cornerback marcus scott he's changing all sorts of schools uh, we're talking this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Let's go to our underclassman of the week. Underclassman of the week, let's go to the DFW Metroplex to Hazlitt Eaton to VR Eaton High School. Uh, talk about their tight end, Jaden Platt. Jaden Platt, 6'5", 235, and he is uh, he's on a bit of a roll. Okay, He attended a camp in Ames, Iowa, got an offer from Iowa State. Very nice. Very quickly. Yep. Texas Tech's like, me too. Florida State, me too. A&M, me too. Oklahoma State, me too. Here's a guy. Was he on the varsity last year? If he got varsity reps, it was limited. And and Hazlitt Eaton has done something to me unique with a couple of their prospects. And I think it's a great message. And this is why I wanted to really feature Jaden Platt is Hunter mm-hmm. Herb didn't play on the varsity team much as a soft or mm-hmm. as a sophomore either that's wild so <laughs> you know he's a, a big time recruit four-star guy committed to texas a&m had to earn his stripes playing down on the jv team not only um to earn his stripes but to get the necessary reps i think that helped turn him into that guy yeah you know and they've they've done a similar thing here with Jaden platt as well it's just a unique thing that they're doing there and, and it's now worked out great in back-to-back classes or real well i guess we're a little bit of a yeah back-to-back classes yeah. hunter Herb and Jaden platt so two guys that have followed a similar roadmap mm-hmm. and it's something that you don't hear about that no often. you really don't and it's but it's a very interesting situation and so part of me wonders like it this also makes sense to me in the sense that like the timing that here's a guy who, let's say, if he does have varsity tape, he doesn't have a lot of varsity tape. Right. And to be and and I haven't cor- seen a varsity clip yet. Yeah. As a, so, maybe one. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But colleges ain't looking at JV tape. Right. Right. No. So he doesn't have any. In, he has very, very, very limited at most varsity tape. He goes to Iowa State at a camp and shows college coach. That's the first time these college coaches are looking at him. 
and they go, oh, okay, yeah, we, we want some of that. And, and, and then the whole, I don't want to say copycat thing, but basically word gets out. That they've got that that there's this kid at Hasley Eaton. That's a very interesting way of going about it. But for Eaton, you know, look, obviously they want to build a program where it's like we want you to get the seasoning on the JV because if he was even if he was a great even if he was really you know I'm sure he could have seen some time at the tight end spot on the varsity spot on, on varsity. Sure, he's getting more reps. I don't think there's any any way around him getting more reps playing at the JV level. Well. Six five two thirty five sells itself, right? Sure. Whenever you go to a camp and you walk in, you're six five two thirty five. Where I think the JV tape can come in valuable for Platt is you walk through the doors at six five two thirty five, look great, great in a camp setting. They pop on the tape and they can see that oh well, this guy's lining up at wide receiver and he can run a little bit too. Mm-hmm. He moves really well, so I think that you can reinforce what you saw in person uh, based around some JV tape and, and, and see what these guys are doing. Uh, but what is really getting Jaden Platt out there is his in-person performance. And he's one of these guys who, you know, 6'5", 235 is big. He has pretty good footwork for a guy that mm-hmm. big. And he has some training tapes on his Twitter and social media where you can go and see him, you know, working with his private coaching and that kind of stuff and see how he really moves. Uh, but he is one of those guys who's going to be quite special. And you can see that offer list uh, really start to take off. Everywhere he's camped, he's pretty much getting an offer. Let's run it all out with our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week, this is probably the biggest recruiting story of the week. Is that eh, fair? I mean, it's, it's up there. It's a busy week. It's a busy week, sure. But one of the headlines uh, revolves around 2022 Garland wide receiver Jordan Hudson. Jordan Hudson uh, is the number 29 prospect in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Hot 100 at texasfootball.com slash recruiting. He's got 21 offers from all over the place. He was committed to Oklahoma. You'll notice the tense of that verb was he is decommitted from the Sooners and has opened his recruitment back up and you you're not here making a prediction but uh, no you have a you have a lean well uh, you S- have a team that you're keeping an eye SMU's on SMU's running hot with Jordan Hudson right mm. now and Rashad Samples has built a, a great relationship with him and if you haven't checked it out uh, check out DCTF's 2021 40 under 40 list uh, coach Rashad Samples was one of those mm-hmm. names on that list um He's one of the top recruiters in this area. And, and I think SMU is a school to watch in this recruitment. And it's quite interesting to see what SMU's been able to do with some of these top recruits, in especially the, the Metroplex. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've really done a really good job of getting guys interested in their brand, wanting to come play for, play for SMU. And if they can get Jordan Hudson over the likes of offers from Oklahoma, Texas, Alabama, yeah. Uh, that's really saying something to me. They did sign the state's most heavily offered man last year in Preston Stone. Yep. I think he had more offers than anybody else, so that was like a uh, benchmark for them to set, and they had a really good class last year. But they are predominantly now a school that a lot of these big-time transfers look to go to. Yes. So spots in their recruiting class are going to be tight. Mm-hmm. And they now have an opportunity to target and really put a lot of time investment in going after elite players in the state of Texas. And this is one of those guys. Texas and TCU are also going to be in play here. He's got 21 offers. He could go, you know, basically one of these guys who can pick his school, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's not over by any means, but it looked for him to take a visit possibly to SMU this weekend. And I think they put themselves in a good spot here. Very interesting. Uh, he's Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow the next level athlete on Twitter, next level D1. See his final work at TexasFootball.com slash recruiting. Next week, buddy, 
We're going to be in these chairs next to each other, hopefully, knock on wood. And we'll be talking state 717, right? We and will. What, and we'll, we'll also for. be in a serious food hangover from a delicious yeah. from a delicious dinner at Bob's. So pumped. Uh, you want to stick around for the 2A ranking? Let's do it. All right. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across the Lone Star State. If you want this bad boy, the 2021 Summer Edition Dave Campbell's Texas Football. It comes with 400 pages in it, too, not just the cover. Uh, if you want this, even though the, the cover's pretty dope, 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. We will mail it directly to you. Um, so yeah, TexasFootball.com slash subscribe to become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Uh, oh, I guess there were people. Maybe people are, are interested. Yesterday there was some news that came down about the UIL allowing Friday night streaming. Yes. Um, we can talk a little bit more about that tomorrow. I've kind of said my piece on it. Um, of I didn't think there was really any l- putting the, the toothpaste back in the tube there. Um, we can yep. talk a little bit about it tomorrow, but we are aware of the news. There's a story up on TexasFootball.com if you want to read about it. Um, but they will the UIL will allow Friday night games to be streamed, regular season games to be streamed live. So if you're interested, yes, and in that, that means kind of online streaming. Online Just streaming. To clarify yes. that. <laughs> yes, online streaming. They're not allowing uh, over the air yet, or right. broadcast, or. There's another word I'm missing. Uh, it's, linear. It's linear. Yeah. Ah, it's the word linear. Linear is fair. So, over uh, the air. Anyway, we got a story up on TexasFootball.com if you're interested in that kind of thing. Okie dokie. Pickle and Powers. Ranking season. Uh, it is ranking season. We are announcing the top, we are unveiling the top tens of each classification in the 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, this bad boy. Uh, we have reached the 11 man ranks in the in the UIL. We We're have. We do class 2A. And a reminder, there are expanded rankings of every classification in the state of Texas in the magazine at Texas or on, uh, which you can get at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Uh, so make sure you get that. Uh, we have expanded rankings, including the top 25s of this. The 2A rankings. We're going to start with 2A Division II, the smallest 11-man classification in the UIL, unveiling the top 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football, starting with the Vega Longhorns are the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A regional semifinalist from a year ago is going to be experienced. Uh, they've got 14 starters back from last year's squad that went 10-3. and three. The Vega Longhorns checking at number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Staying in Region 1... The Wink Wildcats are number nine in Dave Campbell's Texas football. I'm particularly high on this team. I think this team's got a really high upside. They've got 13 starters back from last year's team. Remember, they ran into Wellington in the second round of the playoffs, gave them everything they wanted. They've got a talented wide receiver, a talented quarterback, some talented offensive linemen. Keep an eye on Wink. They are the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number eight. How about more from Region 1? The Stratford Elks, the number 8 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football, a team that caught fire late last year, running all the way to the, uh, the regional semifinals. This is a team with tons of speed, fo- uh, 15 starters back from last year's squad. Keep an eye on the Elks. They're the number 8 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Finally, out of Region 1, we go to number 7, checking on the Ten Hawk Tigers, the number 7 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A 10-3 and team from a year ago, district champions, brings back about half their team from last year's uh, regional finalist squad. Or, uh, so this is a team that, again, per usual, is going to be all speed. This is a very fast Ten Hawk team. Keep an eye on them. They are the number 7 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. 
Longtime Region 4 powerhouse Fall City start uh, checks in at number 6 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, last year, an 11-3 and mark ran all the way back to the state semifinals. This is a team that's going to bring back a fair amount of experience, right? This is a team that's got, I believe, eight starters back on the offensive side uh, for Mark Kiroff's Bears, or Beavers, rather. Keep an eye on Fall City, the number 6 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five we go, where we find the Albany Lions checking in at number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Another 10-win season for Coach Denny Faith under his belt. Uh, this team is going to, I think, lead with their defense. Expect to see an outstanding defense uh, for Albany. They are the number five team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. They're a Region 2 team. So is our number four team. The Munster Hornets are the number four team at Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, ran all the way to the regional finals last year before falling to eventual state champion Winthorst. Uh, this is a team that I think has uh, plenty of pedigree, plenty of reason to believe that they're going to do it. Brady Carney, I think one of the most underrated coaches in the state. 14 starters back for the, for the Munster Hornets. They're number four. Who's number three? The defending state champs, the Winthorst Trojans, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football after their shocking upset over Mark to win the 2A Division II state championship. This is a team that I think is going to be really good up front. They lose a lot of their skill position from last year's squad, so they're going to have to replace some of those guys. But I do think that Chris Tackett's squad is going to be back in the mix. The defending state champs, Winthorst Trojans, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Who's number two? Wellington. The Wellington Skyrockets are number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football, bringing back, uh, I believe, 12 starters from last year's squad. This is a very fast and strong team, maybe not as deep as they usually are, but this is a team that's got some pretty good experience. They have a couple of big shoes to fill, but I think this is a Wellington team uh, that probably starts as the favorite in Region 1. They start the year number two in Dave Campbell's Texas football, which leaves just the number one spot belonging to... How about them Panthers? The Mart... Panthers, of course, the uh, coming into last year, the three-time defending state champions uh, fell in the title game. But remember, that was a pretty young team. This is a team that brings back 10 starters on defense, not to mention seven starters on offense. They need a couple of leaders to step up, but Kevin Hoffman uh, certainly uh, using this uh, using last year's uh, shortcomings in the title game to fuel their rise. The Mart Panthers, the number one team in 2A Division II to start the year in the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press Texas High School Football Rankings. So there's 2A Division II, Pickle. What do you think about 2A Division One? Do you think we should roll those out today? I've got them up and loaded, so Okey let's do it. Okie dokie. We are rolling out the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Associated Press Top 10 in 2A Division One, starting with... The Knights of Lindsay, the number 10 team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, the uh, uh, An 11-1 year uh, from last year. This is a team that has an absolute uh, firecracker offense uh, led by their quarterback, whose name is escaping me right now. Oh, oh. my gosh. Who's the Lindsay quarterback? Um, if you wouldn't have teed it up, I know. I the problem is, <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. It's, it's escaping me at the moment. Cole Chuckers. There sorry, we go. He's got that lettuce. Shuckers. He's got yep. that lettuce. <laughs> um, outstanding hair, outstanding quarterback, and outstanding team for hair. Lindsay. They start the year number 10 in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number nine. The Holly Bearcats are the number nine team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Very excited to see what Holly is able to do this year after last year's 10-3 and run ran to the regional semifinals before falling to Cisco. Plenty of skill positions back, uh, players back from this Holly team, but they do have some offensive linemen uh, to, uh, to, to, uh, to replace. That's going to be a key component for, for Holly, but we like what the cut of their jib. I like Holly as a number nine team. Number eight. 
to go to the wide open world of Region 3 to talk about <laughs> the Garrison Bulldogs. I like this Garrison team a lot. Uh, bringing back nine starters on both sides of the ball. A remarkably young team that ran all the way to the regional semifinals last year. They have returning starters at every single position, which is impressive. They have to replace a couple of linebackers. Uh, they do have a new they, they, they do uh, another year under this new staff. This is going to be very interesting to keep an eye on Garrison, the number eight team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number seven, the New Deal Lions are the number seven team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. A disappointing five and four season last year, ending in an upset loss to Olton in the first round of the playoffs. Uh, but this is a team that figures to be very strong. They bring back all but two starters on both sides of the ball. Uh, this is a team that I think has plenty of firepower. They've got good size. They've got good speed. They've got uh, pretty much everything that you want. Maybe not as deep as you'd want, but I think this is a strong year for New Deal, the number seven team in Dave Campbell's They've Texas got football. That revenge tour vibe about them. To Region 4 we go. The Mason Punchers are the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year, a bit of an uh, up-and-down season uh, for the Punchers coming off of their uh, coming off of their state title. Uh, but this is a regional. This is a team that uh, I think is going to be one of those triumvirate of squads in Region 4 uh, that is going to make a run. This is a team that I think is going to be pretty young. But there's a lot of hope in Mason that this is the, a year that's gonna, that the young guys are going to step up. I like Mason this year. Keep an eye on them, the number six team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top five and over to Region 1 we go where we find the favorites in the preseason. The Cisco Lobos, the number four team, five team rather, in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Last year's regional finalist I think is going to have a very impressive squad this year. Quarterback, offensive linemen, they look really, really good. This is a, this is a Cisco team to keep an eye on. I believe they start the year favorite in Region, region 1. They start the year number five in Dave Campbell's Texas football. To number four... The Crawford Pirates are the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Of course, a state semifinalist from a year ago. This is a squad that I think has a chance to be really special. They need to find a quarterback and get a little bit better and be a little, little bit bigger in the trenches. But this is a squad in Crawford that is absolutely loaded with pedigree. Six starters back on both sides of the ball and a winnable region there in Region 2. I like Crawford a lot. They are the number four team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Into the top three where we find one of the biggest surprises from last year. The Timpson Bears, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Uh, the state semifinalist from last year uh, brings back a ton of playmakers. Nine starters on offense, including super sophomore Terry Bussey. This team is going to be legit at 2A Division One. Keep an eye on Timpson, the number three team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Number two. The Shiner Comanches are the number two team in Dave Campbell's Texas football. Of course, the defending 2A Division I state champs bring back a lot of exciting playmakers, including the, the Brooks brothers, Dalton Brooks and Doug Brooks, back in the mix. They have a couple of, uh, they have a couple of pieces to fill, but this is going to be a fast, physical team that should challenge for another state championship. They're the number two team to start the year in Dave Campbell's Texas football which means there's only one, the number one team, the Refurio Bobcats, start the year 
top ranked in Dave Campbell's Texas football, coming off of a loss in the quarterfinals to Shiner last year. This is a team that brings back a ton of speed. And nine starters back on offense, seven starters back on defense, and one of the very best coaches in America in Jason Herring. They start the year number one in Dave Campbell's Texas football, the Refurio Bobcats. Of course, complete rankings and ex- uh, expanded rankings of every classification in the state at texasfootball.com. Subscribe, subscribe to get your 2021 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas football. A team that we have seen in the past for many years that I think threw people for a little bit of surprise, uh, the Pied Pipers out of Hamlin. But I think that you got to remember that, one, they are losing a, a pretty solid group mm-hmm. there. And the other thing is, too, Russell Lucas is not there as part coach of it, anymore. Part of it is the coaching change. He left for Sweetwater. Part of it is that they bring back, I believe, a single starter on defense. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this last year was an extremely senior-heavy team. Yes. Senior, uh, yeah. They lose, they graduate 14 lettermen, mm-hmm. okay? That's twice as many lettermen as they return. They, I believe. They got wiped. Uh, and so, now they, we still pick up the 2021 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. You may see them in the top 25, hint, hint, mm-hmm. but... Um, that is a team that got really hammered by graduation. And you add in the coaching change, we're a little bit cautious on Hamlin this year. So. I, I love watching 2A football, especially the top recruits. Mm-hmm. And Shiner has those Brooks yep. brothers. They're a lot of fun to watch. Tinnahalla, for me, is a team to watch because they have Jeremy Patton. Yes. If you're looking at a, a, like, a team that has that one guy, mm-hmm. Jeremy Patton could be the guy that moves the needle for me in that regard. But to me, the question mark is – Mart, what are they? You know, yeah. no Rodrell Freeman. I know, but they have the. I think his name is Clydarian Campbell, mm-hmm. a running back who's really special. And there's a trio of Medlocks down there, who are all going to be really they're, good. So I think that they're not going to be hurting for talent. They're going to look different. Like they're going to look different because I think a lot of last year, and I'd love to ask Kevin Hoffman about this, but a lot of last year was they Hand got the really the they got really reliant on Rodrell Freeman just being the best player and the most dominant right. player on the field. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to spread it out a little bit more this year, but Mart does start the year number one. We really like this team, especially the ten starters coming back on defense is crazy. Yeah, I mean they only you know it's it's kind of they bring back six, they they only lose six Lettermen. Now one of those Lettermen is one of the best. I think I think was he one a two, was he a two A player of the year? He might have been a two A player of the year. Yes. last year. Um, I believe that sounds right. I don't. I, I need to check that out. But I mean you're losing that guy. But this is an absolutely. Uh, experienced Mart team, of course, that pedigree. There There's just well. a lot of talent. It seems like on yeah. both sides of the football. Well, and yeah, and and you know, I they're joke, a powerhouse. They're going to reload. Well, and you joke, so there's a, it's, you're it's saying not there's a reason. It's well, well, and you can well, and you can joke with because uh, Mart's a small town, but you, you you joke with Kevin Hoffman like how many of these guys are like somehow related to Quan Cosby? Yeah. Like a lot of them. Like the <laughs> yeah, whole like the whole of town of Mart is like just one big family reunion down there. But they've got a lot of that that a lot of talent down there in Mart. They start the year number one and two in Division Two. Now we go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. Who are people mad that is not ranked? Uh, Hamlin was the only, I think, real surprise. I would say that was I'll say the other one. fairly yeah. chalky. I think that you can go either way with the Shiner Refurio at I any given right. year. That was so one, of, I don't that was one of the tougher calls for us. What about uh, Post, too? How about that? Of course, the, the two-time defending state finalists mm-hmm. are, are not in the top ten. I will say pick up the magazine. They start the year in the top 25. You can see mm-hmm. where. But this is another team that got absolutely clobbered by graduation. Yes. They lost. a. Uh, they bring back, let's see. They bring back five lettermen from last year. Mm-hmm. They lose 18. I mean, they got 
hammered. They were super senior heavy. Last I think year. going into that state championship game, they there was not a doubt in any post fans' mind of going. This is our year. This is the year. It's if be we're going to get it done, we have to do it right well, now. And, and obviously, even go back, even go back. Um, I guess you were with us because you went out there when we saw Post in that semifinal against Valley View mm-hmm. when they made it their first ever state championship game. Number eleven. We remember uh, if you remember us talking about. We were like, Post is really good. They just won that game, and they're like. They're going to be back next year. They're going to be back. Yeah. That there was, was a one-two punch. That was 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. That 2021 going to be a bit of more of a, a rebuilding year for Michael Pittman and company. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we're at on that. It'd anyway. be fun to revisit picks like New, New Deal. We'll like New Deal. New Deal is a bit of an... Where, see how yep. we do on New those. Deal is a bit of a projection, but we like what they have coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, I so. said they've got that revenge tour energy. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You can feel that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's going to do it for us. Powers, thanks for doing this. Let's do it again next week? Uh, yeah, we'll do it again next week, but I'm going to see you on Tuesday, though, right? Bops. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's going to do it for us. <laughs> thanks for spending a little bit of your year with us. Follow us on Twitter at DTTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. You want to do this? You haven't been over here in a while. Vince Young, I demand you to come and get your Ooh. Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football <laughs> Today. We'll <laughs> be